Hello there listeners, it's Laurie Arbor Lloyd with another episode on a Flair for VIP Events podcast. We're in the middle of October, I absolutely love it. I would love to chat with any of you about what you do during this month. I've already been to a pumpkin patch and I'm just loving the weather. I always start doing new things in October, so I got um, back into running again doing some hobbies indoors. It's really, really great. Um, Tomorrow is also my birthday. So October 18th is my birthday and I'm sure a lot of people do a lot of reflection on their birthday looking back on the previous year thinking, am I a better person now than I was? What have I learned professionally, personally, and so on? So that's something that I've done. Um, I don't pick a word of the year but I will pick how I want my year to be defined, not just with a word, but an overall vibe and energy and ethos. And I look back and I think that I accomplished it. And one of the things that I'm really proud of that has helped me achieve so much more professionally and personally is mindset work. We hear a lot about working on our mindset and it's all such good Um, content and advice. So that's what I'm talking about today is adopting what I'm calling a VIP mindset. And we are specifically talking about fear of rejection and imposter syndrome and why you need to reframe both of those things if you want to achieve your dream event career and your dream life. So I'm just ready to get started. Let's go. Welcome to a flair for VIP events. Join your host, Laura Yarbrough Lloyd, a VIP event planner, as she takes you behind the scenes of the VIP world. Learn the strategies, network and mindset needed to work at iconic events like the Olympics, Academy Awards, Wimbledon, Royal Weddings and more. And tune in for tips on how to work with celebrities, athletes and world leaders, how to be or hire a VIP manager and how VIP management will skyrocket your career. All you need is a flair for VIP events. So you may have started listening to this thinking, why do I need a VIP mindset? I'm not a VIP. Well, I'm sure you've heard people say that you need a CEO mindset or a growth mindset, etc., etc. And this podcast is all about VIPs and VIP events, so I'm calling it a VIP mindset. You could even call it a royal mindset, an athlete mindset, a mogul mindset. But the point is, we need to adopt the mindset of the person that we want to be and the person that we want to serve. Those two can be the same thing. And you see VIPs, they're confident, charming, happy, they conquer life, they're successful. We want that kind of mindset that will give us those things that will let us succeed. And that's what we need to work at these kind of events. That's what we need to shape our careers, our lives, And that's what we need to work face-to-face with people in this premium VIP event environment. Now, there's a few things that our minds can do and they play games on us. They can make us think that we're not good enough to work at these kind of events, to work around these kinds of people, and even to be a VIP ourselves. But yes, you too can be a VIP. You can be a VIP within the event industry. A year from now, if not sooner, you're going to be a very important 
event professional if you aren't already. But to get there, to continue thriving and working in an up-leveled environment, you need to first be that person that you envision. So instead of the typical do, have, be, we are going to be, have, and do. So I want you to first visualize the person you want to be. What does that person have? What do they do? How would a VIP event pro show up every day? How would a person that's a VIP in the event industry that everyone admires and comes to for their ideas, how would they show up? How would the person who has a ton of work coming their way from VIP clients show up? Show up as someone who doesn't let their current circumstances be a narrative of why you can't achieve your dream. Show up as someone who is no longer complicit in holding yourself back. Knowing how you show up is the first step in becoming that person. So how does the VIP show up then? Well, they don't people please. They don't fear rejection. They don't pursue perfectionism. They have boundaries. They manage their expectations. They reframe limiting beliefs and imposter syndrome. They create what they consider their ideal life instead of recreating what others consider a VIP, a VIP event pro, or a VIP within the event industry. Maybe for you that's working at a couple iconic events per year, or one VIP client to aid what you do in the corporate sector or the nonprofit. Maybe it's doing VIP events part-time while you raise a family. Maybe it's going all in and traveling year-round to iconic events. You create your own dream. So I want you to think about a couple things today to get this VIP mindset. The first thing I want you to think about is rejection. Do you worry that you send too many messages? Do you worry that you will put yourself out there and get told no? Do you fear that one rejection sets the tone for your future efforts? I'll tell you now that I experience rejection, but I am no longer afraid of it. I experience rejection when I want to work at certain events and am turned down. For example, last year I was turned down to work at one of my dream events because I didn't live close enough to the event host city. Is this a reflection of my skills? No. It's a reflection of where I live, but this doesn't become my narrative. Maybe you're rejected because your profile doesn't quite fit the event needs. That is totally fine. That event isn't for you. Maybe not ever. Maybe just not this time. And you'll never appeal to everyone. And that's okay, because when you try to appeal to everyone, you appeal to no one. You can even deal with rejection when working with a VIP face-to-face and your idea of how they are doesn't align with how they are in person and they're rude to you. They reject you. They reject your help. So there's multiple ways that we can face rejection. So I want to give you an example. Let's take a mall Clooney. I think everyone knows who a mall Clooney is. Would a mall Clooney fear being rejected by the president. 
No. Would a mall Clooney fear reaching out to 10 people involved in an event to improve her chances of getting onboarded to the team? No. Amal Clooney has VIP energy. You need Amal Clooney's VIP mindset. Because rejection is where we can separate facts from emotions. Your emotional side manifests in fear of rejection. They don't know me. They won't hire me. They will say I'm a fraud. And this is super imposter syndrome, which I'll get to in a moment. But your logical side, your rational side manifests in facts. You have experience. You have knowledge. You are a good fit for the job. And besides, what's one rejection out of a potential 10 yeses? So it's all about perspective. And we need those no's to find the right fit for us. So it's kind of like dating, right? So when you're afraid of rejection, just give this emotional side of you a name and tell them to go away so that you aren't stuck dreaming of something and not taking action. The second thing to think about today is imposter syndrome. And you're thinking to yourself, they will know. They are going to see that I'm a fraud. They will see through me. And this shows up in not respecting the boundaries you set for yourself, not wanting to give your opinion, not charging a higher rate, not making decisions, asking for permission, and even when you get referrals for work that you didn't seek and you tell yourself, oh no, they think I'm a bigger deal than I am. But the imposter isn't you. It's the imposter that needs validation. And that's why reaching out to someone over email is sometimes difficult because you don't get instant validation like you do through a social media post on Instagram or LinkedIn. That instant validation when something resonates with someone who scrolls through your feed. And you can't always get validation, so try reframing your imposter syndrome. Your imposter syndrome is a good thing because it keeps you on your toes. It means that you are out of your comfort zone, so you're growing. You're taking steps towards something, and that exposure to your imposter will eliminate fear. So for example, I'm afraid of water, so I hesitate going on boats. But if I go on a cruise, I'm exposed to water 24-7, and little by little, that fear goes away. And imposter syndrome, it can be overcome. It's almost like having an annoying roommate living in your head that's just really annoying. They're loud. They nag you. But you talk back to it. You shut the door in its face. But imposter syndrome is also always evolving, and it's more of a journey and not a destination. Sometimes you can be on top of the world. You know you're the best, and you ride that wave until it crashes, and then you feel like a fraud. But then the wave comes again, and you ride the wave, and it repeats. New level, new devil. I think that as long as you don't let it prevent you from moving forward, it does in fact lead to growth because it's an indicator you're in the growth zone. But when you reach that new level, make sure that your imposter isn't giving you true anxiety. There's a difference in discomfort and anxiety. There's also a difference in imposter syndrome and faking it till you make it. The latter of which I believe is bad. So remember that. And just know that everyone experiences this. 
In fact, I googled celebrities, imposter syndrome, and I found this article and the names that were in this article with quotes of celebrities and how they experience imposter syndrome. These were people like Maya Angelou, Serena Williams, Sheryl Sandberg, Tom Hanks, Lady Gaga, Ariana Huffington, and maybe one day you will be face to face with those exact people working with VIPs and you may tell yourself at a VIP event, they know I'm a fraud. I'm not a VIP like them, but you are as long as you have the VIP mindset. I guarantee you the list of VIPs I mentioned, which range from athletes to moguls to artists, none of them sit with their imposter for long. They ride the wave. They say, nice of you to visit, but you need to go now. So reframing that imposter syndrome is especially important when working around VIPs so that you don't come across as lacking in confidence. If you show that, then they don't take you seriously, but they aren't seeing you as a fraud. Just know that. And one tip of how I overcome imposter syndrome is that I shut the door on my pesky roommate, aka my imposter, by asking myself, what am I like when I am at my best? I answer that question out loud to my imposter and shut the door in its face. So these two mindset games, this fear of rejection and imposter syndrome are two things that I want you to work on to really step into that VIP mindset and achieve your dream event career, whether it's working with VIPs once a year or for the rest of your career. And none of this is complicated, this mindset work, but mindset work results in magic. It also takes some tenacity because it challenges you and strengthens you more than a class or a degree. And that VIP mindset is what will help you switch from dreaming of something to actually doing it before you're ready. And when you combine that with your strategy and your network, you have an event career that you have been dreaming of. When you conquer the VIP mindset, all efforts feel so much less exhausting. And instead of that feeling that you're dredging through mud, you're not just coasting, you're accelerating to the person that you want to be. And the prize isn't just doing things that that person does in their event career. It's being a better version of yourself also outside of your career. So if that kind of life is calling you, and it must be if you're listening to this, it's because it's rooted deep inside of you and it's the physical manifestation of your values. So that next level is actually inevitable and it's just a matter of when. And if you already see yourself as that person, the event professional working at iconic events, they're around VIPs, the event professional that doesn't have to find work, work finds them, the one that has the most recognizable image and reputation within the industry, you are mostly there. You just need a few tweaks to the mindset, that fear of rejection, people pleasing, imposter syndrome, I mentioned a lot of things, but particularly fear of rejection and imposter syndrome. So remember what I said at the beginning, It's not necessarily do, have, be. We are going to be, have, and do. And just remember that if you're working towards something, repeat this to yourself. It's coming. I just can't see it yet. So just to recap, I covered the VIP mindset in two important things to reframe. 
the fear of rejection, and imposter syndrome. Even VIPs have a ton of beliefs and negative self-talk, but they work through it and that's where they shine with confidence and become successful. And you can be that too. And you will be that too. And if you want to work with VIPs, you need the VIP mindset. And I want to leave you with this quote. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. So someone named Marianne Williamson said that, and I thought it was a great way to end this conversation on the VIP mindset. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this new episode and learned something that will help you achieve your event goals, whether they are to work at iconic VIP events, to manage VIPs, to create VIP experiences, or to hire the right team for your VIP event. If you found it useful, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. For more VIP resources or links to my social media to stay up to date with the Flair for VIP events and get all the behind the scenes content, you can visit my website, lauraloydevents.com, find me on Instagram and YouTube at lauraloydevents, or on LinkedIn, I'm the only Laura Yarbrough Lloyd. See you next time when you undoubtedly will have a little bit more flair for VIP events. Cheers, everyone. Bye.